about what's to come, what we're excited about. The two boos, or some might just call it two boos. Yes. The majority of them are going to be about technology, movies, TV shows, stuff like that that we're into. But then we will on the side have odd stuff like this. Yes. Um, this just is fun, dumb discussions about really random stuff, just to be yes. honest with you. Oh, there it is. Felt right. If you didn't know, that's a very, very familiar theme song for a show that we will be discussing today. It's true. Which is, of course, none other than The Mandalorian. 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 Thank you for the echo. I appreciate it. But before we get to that, welcome, everyone, to another great installment of the Two Boos podcast. Of course, I am Boo Santiago, and of course, I am joined by my fellow Jedi, my fellow... The Grogu yes. to I'll take that to Din in this relationship. Yes. It's Brian Collier. Yes, thank okay, you. Boo thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. Yes. I would feel like you would more so relate to <laughs> Grogu because you love Yoda and that species. That's true. You're actually smaller than me and you're wearing green right now. That is very true. So oh. I could be the Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> the Grogu. We got to restart be, this. I can, <laughs> I can be the Grogu to you, the Din, yes. uh, in this situation, but... As you heard in the beginning of the show, that was the theme song for The Mandalorian, because we're going to talk The Mandalorian Season 3. Season 3 has dropped. We are two episodes in, so we're going to be talking about Episode 1 and 2 of Season 3. Give our thoughts on it. Talk about what we like. uh, Maybe talk about what we didn't like, but I feel like that's going to be hard. (laughs) Come on, man. Uh, That's what she said. And then um, I also, we're going to get into like just the conversation of, is this the best that Star Wars has to offer right now? Um, is this what they got? Should they keep riding this out? There was also com- some announcements that came out uh, in the Star Wars world. Uh, some projects actually got dropped, uh, and some new- we got some news on some upcoming Star Wars projects that are still happening. So lots to dig into. You know we're big fans of Star Wars, so you know we're going to be passionate about this subject. So um, I know I am. Brian's ready to go. I'm passionate. Dude, I'm ready. He's ready. I'm revved up. He's all revved up. I had a whole can of Mountain Dew before this. Can of Mountain Dew. I don't drink Mountain Dew. Have I don't you know s- why. You've seen that video, though, yeah. right? The yeah. guy. Got two liters of Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> what about that dude I sent you that just trug, trugs? Dude, we can't speak today. Yeah. Uh, that it's guy, early. he's like, you want to know something? And he just chugs those Mountain yeah. Dews, like, and he doesn't even breathe. It's unbelievable. Or, like, the experimental Mountain Dew uh, things people do, like, yeah. with, or monsters and stuff they do. Like where That was kind of the one I sent you. The guy was like, I'm going to mix regular Mountain Dew, <laughs> Code Red, and Pitch Black. <laughs> And he was like, a, he chugs it, he puts it in like a huge, like beer glass, and he just inhales it. It's unbelievable. It's actually quite impressive. I'll have to shout him out because I actually watch his videos all the time now. But <laughs> he's a fan. He doesn't even like breathe. Yeah. And then he at the end he was like, it just it just tastes like Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, like yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, we're going. We, we need to get back on track. We're back not on talking track. about Mountain Dew. I'm sorry, guys. So here we go. Or sorry. ladies. 
Or ladies. Or ladies. Or yeah, whatever. We got some ladies that listen to the podcast. Not many. Um, actually, sorry, not to. I'm going to keep teasing you guys a little bit more, but um, I did want to mention something because I've gotten some uh, oh some some notice, some feedback about our previous episodes. Uh, the audio has been coming out fairly low in yes. those episodes. We do want to apologize for that, for yeah. those who have noticed that. Um, I'm working on fixing the issue. I'm hoping this podcast sounds a lot better. Uh, I'm going to go back and review it and make sure everything's good before I post it to our uh, publisher. But just wanted to let you know we are aware of this, and uh, the two boos are working hard to get this squared away. Um, we got some new equipment in between our downtime, so we're now actually working off of uh, an actual like professional mixer and uh, some actual handheld microphones. So uh, things are, are upgraded, but with those upgraded, there are some technical things to work through. So I do appreciate your patience and uh, because, you know, we want to make this the best experience for you. You Let have to hear the two boos in its best yeah, form. So. It's as if you're sitting in the room with us. But I do have to say that I am furious. I know. I know I you're fired angry. up about it. And uh, you know, this one's on me. This one's on no, me. No, Boo does a lot. Boo does, out of the two Boos, Boo does 98% of it, and then I just come here and sit down and talk. Oh, but no, that's not true. I hit him up the other day, and I was like listening to our most recent this podcast. This sounds awful. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is shit. <laughs> no, I was like, I can't hear. No, it was in the beginning when you do the whole anchor thing, which I guess now it's gotta we got to switch it up a bit, and you're going to have to redo that. Yeah, it's I wonder not anchor anymore. how that works. Yeah, they switched but, over. Um, it'll just cut what you when you say anchor, and it'll just be a generic voice. It's like, Spotify podcast. <laughs> yeah. Spotify podcast. Um, but yeah, I just noticed it was real low and I hit Boo up and we kind of went at it. I yeah, was like, I cried. what the hell's going um, on here? And yeah, it was outrageous. I cried for a little bit yep. and um, and then uh, got to work. You got to get beat down to get back up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I learned that from Rocky. That's true. Yep. Speaking Which we, we talked about on the other episode. We did. And Creed 3 dropped uh, this oh, past weekend. Cool. <laughs> yeah. If you're excited well, about that. Want to go see it? Uh, Return of the King, though, is coming back to theaters April 13th. I actually want to see that. Is it wrong that I'm more excited to go see that in theaters than I am to see Creed 15? No, it's not. All right, cool. It's great. I want to see Return of the King. Is it an IMAX? That's a good question. I'll have to check that. Let me check it right now. Yeah, fact check that for me. You keep talking. Yeah, but but yeah, so I just wanted to put that out there. Basically, um, like I said, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, just kind of give you an update, give you an overview of where we're at. And um, we do appreciate all the listeners out there and those who have reached out. Let us know that they're listening. Uh, any The feedback we've gotten on social media, it's all great. It's nice. Um, we're trying to keep these things more frequent and get on a schedule. So um, more content to come. More content to come for sure. Uh, definitely trying to get into the video space. That'll be down the road. So lots happening for the two boos. And uh, we're glad you guys are along for the ride. So uh, without further ado, let's get into... The, the main meat, the main portion of this episode, which is, of course, The Mandalorian. Now, I got to say, if you don't know about The Mandalorian, if you don't know about Star Wars, I mean... Where have kind, you been? Where have you been? I mean, it's been... I mean, I'm angry. This show, it's safe it. to say this is this show is a hit. Um, like I said, we're on season three of The Mandalorian. Uh, what you got for me, Brian? Return of the King is going to be in IMAX theaters, guys. Nice. And if you're not familiar with Return of the King is, it's Lord of the Rings... If you live under a rock. It's the third installment in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, wow. came out in 2005, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's when that dropped, Return of the King. Uh, Return of the King, 2001. No, it was 2003. They they went oh, back wow. to back to back. Two th- I'm, uh, double check me on that. You but, want me to check, I'll uh, check you. Fellowship of the Ring came out in 2001. 
Two Towers came out in 2002. Return of the King came out in 2003. I'm almost willing to put money down on it. Uh, let's take a look. As Boo vigorously types away. He's a lefty, by the way. Ah, you are correct. December 17th, 2003. Another fun fact. um, Until Avatar 2009 came out, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, had the most Oscar nominations of any movie of all time. Well-deserved. Or Academy Award nominations. Um, Avatar ended up beating that, but uh, a new movie, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, actually just beat that, which is actually pretty crazy. Fun fact. Um, that's one thing. I don't know if you guys are really into award shows, but the Oscars are actually this weekend, as of this recording. Is somebody going to get slapped this year? Um, we don't know. Well, Will Smith is banned. But what if he like sneaks in? Who, he could. Who's doing the... Uh, who's, who's Jimmy doing? Kimmel's hosting Dude, uh, this I, year for the third time. You know what? Why couldn't have Will Smith waited till this year? <laughs> Slap <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, dude. Right. I feel if like anyone he deserves, deserves to be slapped, well, it's Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Yeah. Controversial guy, I guess. Um, I guess. Okay. Well... If it was Jimmy Fallon, I wouldn't give him a kiss. But Jimmy Kimmel, bam! You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, th- I think they just went with like generic. Since he is already like a TV host, we'll just get a generic TV host again to do it. And God bless him. We'll stay away from. Uh, I mean, well, there I'm was no ho- who's hosted last year. Last year was the slap. No, but who hosted though? Chris Rock. No, he didn't host. He was just. Uh, oh presenter. no, you're right. That's what was. makes it worse. He Are you sure? He was just a presenter. I don't I, think I he was think, hosting. Hold on, let me get a glimpse. I of these could be wrong. Marks. We're fact checking each other. Back Twenty twenty one. 2022, we're in 2023, Brian. Um, Oscar host. Oscar I'm pretty sure. host was... Ew. Wait, no, that's not right. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was. It was last year. It was... Uh, Did they even have a host? Amy Schumer. Oh, it was... Regina a, Hall. That's what it was. It was a combo. Wanda Sykes. It was a combo deal. No wonder someone got slapped. Okay. I mean, yeah, Amy it, Schumer alone. Come on. Yeah, it was a combo. It was a combo deal thing. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I would have slapped somebody too. But he's banned. Listen to Amy Schumer for three hours. Yeah, they started doing that. I think they started doing like the multi-host thing to try to. Uh, I don't know. It's time to stop. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. If you guys missed that last year's Oscars, uh, became controversial because of a slap. Will Smith decided to get on stage and slap the shiznit out of uh Chris Rock. So. Let um, me ask you before we move on, and I think we talked about this before in a previous podcast, but just real briefly, do you think it was set up or do you think it was legitimate? Well, now that Chris Rock, he just released a Netflix special. Yeah, he did. And uh, I feel like I feel like no, I don't think it was. I mean, he said he said he had nothing to do with it, but it definitely brought him, gave him some content to use to then put on his special, and yeah. then also like it put him in the spotlight. So I mean, it did work out. I just I don't know, and man. it didn't really hurt Will Smith at the end of the day. No, and he still won the like Best Actor award, which was that's hilarious. the weirdest thing of this. And you know, you know, we love getting into these conspiracy theories. It's great, or whatever you know, theories. Yeah, but it's a conspiracy it is theory. it is it's odd that like literally I think it was only like twenty minutes from yeah, the slap. It wasn't that far. He was like on stage and everyone's Crying. clapping, and it's like nothing happened. I mean, yeah. the whole the whole ordeal is so weird. Apparently, the Academy this year said that. They're gonna have like a crisis team, and they have people actually like they're like on guard to make sure nobody's trying to get you know violent. Or Someone anything stands this year. up to use the restroom, and they're like, "Tackle him! <laughs> yeah. He's gonna slap somebody!" <laughs> get him! <laughs> Boo guys! <laughs> um, no, it's I personally think it was all scripted because yeah. the Oscars. I mean, probably even this. They'll probably have an uptick in viewers this year, just because people are going to be like, "Is someone going to yeah. mention it? Is something going to happen? Are they going to make a joke about it?" I you read know something's going to happen. Yeah, there was an article I read about that that like people were like, 
you know, ratings have been on the decline oh, for they award were, shows yeah. recently. Yeah. But yeah, this year there's a lot of buzz because people yeah. just want to see if they something's going to happen. Is Chris Rock going to be there? You know that I don't know. Hmm. But you know that there's going to be jokes about it. Somebody's going to just... It's going to be the elephant in the room. So obviously, either Jimmy Kimmel's just going to jump from the gate and just make a joke about, you know, if I say a joke, um, you know, it's just a joke. Yeah. But who knows? Um, he gets slapped. Or though, well, that would be nuts if they actually did like a skit, like kind of poking fun at the whole situation. That'd be kind of ballsy for the Academy, but well, I don't think they're going to do that. Th- there's all this stuff. I just looked it up on Google. I know we're all over the place right now, but like they're... They're saying Jimmy Kimmel expects no slaps hosting the Oscar. He said it'll like, beat someone ha, up. Ha, ha. And then, how will the Oscar uh, host Jimmy Kimmel address infamous Will Smith slap? So they're definitely going to poke fun at it. But, I, dude, it's just, yeah, you look at it, you know, people weren't watching. Because in all reality, who the hell wants to sit around and watch a bunch of celebrities just get awarded? And, you know what I mean? Like, I can yeah. use other terms I'm not going to. But regardless, it was on the decline. You do something like that, you get people all hyped, you get all this publicity, it's going to lean into next year. I, I don't know. And then if you watch it, too, like the whole thing where um, Will Smith's, uh, Jada Pickett-Smith is getting made fun of, he's laughing initially. Yeah. Like, he's laughing and he's all about it, and then in a split second, it was just kind of like, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, we were probably overdue for this conversation because we didn't rec- we were recorded. We didn't have any episodes around that say, time. Maybe we didn't actually So we never really this. gave our thoughts on it, so, and it's it fits in now because the Academy Awards are literally this weekend, yeah. so... We can just add that to the show notes here, yeah. basically. Um, Will someone get slapped? I think, personally, I think that this should be a thing. Every year, someone you, at the Oscars gets slapped. So let's let's make it interesting. You don't even know. Let's make it interesting. Do you think that they will... Re-enact, I think they're like easily going to mention something, but do you think they're actually going to do like a skit where like someone actually gets slapped or almost gets slapped or something like I, that? I want to say yes. I feel like that would be disrespectful. If, if it was legitimate and the reason Will Smith stood up and did everything that went down, sure. It's not the right action, in my opinion, but sure. You're defending your wife, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I Well, no. Did he really say anything that, like, no, that, that's, that disrespectful? That was disrespectful? No, and that's my whole point. But regardless, on his standpoint, if it was legitimate and he was standing up for his bald wife, who's when the light hits her head, it reflects well, she really half bald, the people. Though. She had alopecia, which is like... I don't know if it's full bald. I think it's like you get minimal hair. You get hair loss. Well, you get patches. Is, the thing is, I'm not going to lie to you. I think she looks good bald. Like, I don't think anyone well, was... I, and I'm not saying that she wouldn't have insecure. Now we're getting real deep. But I'm not saying she wouldn't have insecurities about being like bald and having to shave her head all the way down. But she she's a very beautiful woman, so she looks good. Even if the light hits it and reflects and blinds half the people bald, in the audience. Bald, <laughs> bald. <laughs> My eyes! <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, everyone gets made fun of. Let's talk about the cinematic masterpiece <laughs> that is SpongeBob the yeah. movie, the bald, first one. Bald, but we're, I don't even know where I was going at. Yeah. But regardless, I, I I feel like they might be like, well, hey, that's a touchy subject. If he was standing up for what he thought was right to defend his wife, regardless if it was the right action or not, which I don't believe it was, um, I don't know if they're going to want to touch that. But at the same time, if they want to get views, if they want to stay relevant, if they want people to watch and exactly. come back, they will do it. Exactly. And Jimmy Kimmel is a bit of a a-hole. I'll say it. We're not popular enough that this is going to come across Jimmy Kimmel's ear, so I don't care. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel has done a lot of things in the past. I mean, just look up controversial stuff with him, like busting. Well, that sounded weird. I was like busting on people. <laughs> so I didn't mean it like that. But like he, he puts people in the spot. He makes fun of people, which I understand is a part of your job to an extent. Yeah. But he like legitimately has made people uncomfortable and done things that are like crossing the line. So would it surprise me for him to do it here? No. I also find it funny that like 
Jimmy Kimmel's like the neutral guy now all of a sudden when like like you said we had just forgotten that he was on the man show and they did tons of like you know it was funny stuff I mean that's most of them but it was uh, compared to today's standards it was pretty controversial and like yeah. but they they'll pull him in and he's like supposed to be like the neutral guy but he's yeah. literally from that crowd they all but I mean, he's obviously at, changed his look you know, at Jimmy Fallon his perception look at like look at SNL back in the day and the but I feel like Jimmy Fallon was a, is a little bit more wholesome no 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 than, he has been him. like he came in like when he got like you know the, the tonight show and everything like he's definitely more wholesome and he has his moments where he'll address things and I get like politically you have to I get that but if you go back in time and look at the skits and the jokes and stuff they made back in the day, comp- like if it would be allowed in today's culture, no way in hell. Oh, and they kind of just it. they kind of just get an excuse, but then there's other people who are yeah like put on the chopping block and canceled. We don't got to go down that road. You can say that. You can say that about anyone. So many comedy and things. It, it was and a different time. Stuff. I get it. It was a different time and new. Th- you know, I, I won't well, know, but times have changed. And I'll put it that way. Well, kind of off of that subject, when you talk about like different times and how things have changed. You know, one thing that happened, and I think this contributes to the low viewership over the years of, of award shows, is that it used to be the Academy Awards were the the uh, showcase of the movies that not only were critically acclaimed, but movies that were financially yeah. successful. Big blockbuster movies that everybody knew about. Yeah. And you started to notice as the years went on, they became lesser-known movies, yep. very independent movies, not big studios. Yeah, it's like your indie and, stuff. And uh, they didn't make a lot of money, but somehow they were these movies. That, you know, It was more just to put a spotlight yeah. on a particular movie through the Academy Awards, even though it may not have seemed as warranted because it, people just didn't know about it. Yeah. And this year, it feels like they've kind of maybe changed the tides a little bit because as we have, should. I think, three, maybe three or four movies that actually were hits in theaters, um, one of which, which just blows my mind, is Top Gun. The fact that Top Gun that got nominated for Best Picture, one hundred percent should. It's it's just crazy to me that, but like you think of the type of movie that it is. Oh yeah, it being action based, you know, um, no real agenda. It has dramatic. It. it has dramatic scenes. There's not a huge, huge message around it. And we've talked about, I think, Top Gun already for a little bit. We talked about yeah, it a couple we did. episodes ago. But um, yeah, Top Gun, Avatar, Way of Water, which yep. even though James Cameron's been nominated in the past, I just thought the way trends have been, they still kind of wouldn't keep him in that realm. But yeah. I think he has so much, he's like such a big name in Hollywood. Like they just have to throw, it's like Spielberg. Like he's just one of those guys. But untouchable. How, how could you not? How well, could, no, no, and, I'm, and that's, I, I know that's what you're getting at. How could you not? I mean, you just named two of the biggest movies yeah. from last year. I mean, it's because Top Gun was last year, correct? 20, yeah. It was early 2022. And then yeah. way of water, avatar way of water was the end of this past year. Yeah. How could you ignore them? I mean, the fans love them. I mean, critically claimed they're high too, as well. Like, why would you not? Yeah. Why, how could you snub them? Yeah, just we'll just run through real quick the best picture nominations because I've actually heard about the majority of these. So, Top Gun Maverick. Um, this one I haven't heard of. Woman Talking. Um, never heard of it. Uh, everything all, everything everywhere all at once, which I yes. I mentioned earlier in yes. the show here. Uh, the Banshees of Irishin, yes. which is uh, which I actually have heard of that movie. It's that's actually Colin. That's Colin Farrell. So Colin right. Farrell yeah. and um, Medi Moody from yes. Uh, yes from Harry Potter. I don't I don't I forgot his real name. Forgive me. Um, Triangle of Sadness. Never heard of it. The Fablemans, which is Spielberg, yes. which I feel yes. like when a Spielberg movie comes out, it's going to get it recognized to, it because be he's a legend. There. Apparently, though, that is a great movie. Yeah, I, I haven't personally see seen it, um, but I I know individuals who have and said it was very enjoyable. And then uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Dude, that's which a, uh, that's a sad movie, but that was good. It's based off the book, yeah, which is a very well known book. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's on Netflix. That was a Netflix release too. It's a which Netflix is wild. release. It's in it's in German, and it's literally about 
Oh, it's all in German? It's all in German. You can you can uh, play it in English. English it's just dubbed over. But oh, it, I, cool. I actually did it that way, and it wasn't bad. But right. I feel like if you want to get the whole feel for it, you should watch yeah, it in German. Yeah, if you're a history buff, World War One. That's it's World yeah, it's War One. Right? War One. It's one of the most interesting things. Dude, the, uh, what was the the place where they like the trenches and stuff? Yeah, like where literally they would just sit there yeah. for weeks well, it's or just, months. It's wild because and it does it's it does a good job because you're getting Germany's feel for it, which like I won't get into it. And but there's like, that story about the um, isn't there like a, a is it a fable? Or is it real about the soccer game that took place during that time frame? I, 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 during that Christmas. The, I think so. I think it was like the night. Before. I don't know if that was World War One or two, but they like they played a game and then everyone went back yeah. to the bunkers and the next day they, they were right back each at other. it. <laughs> it's a uh, well, and, and that's the thing. If you watch, have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. If you watch it, it's sad because and, and this is I think a lot of wars. I won't once again. I'm not trying to get political, but like they revved. It's it's you're literally following a group of young German guys who have joined the the effort in World mm-hmm. War One, um, and I think they specifically focus on Germany versus France in this. Um, and they're pumped, dude. Because like at that point in time, it's not like it was today, even though some people still feel this way. But back in the day, especially when you had wars like this, it was like a big deal, like to fight for your country. And like, you know, even if you were young, like, dude, I don't care if I'm 17. I'm not. My parents aren't going to sign off on it. I want to get in there and fight for my country. And they rev them up, and they're like, "You're doing this for your country. It's going to be great." But and then it's terrible. And it's yeah. like it's sad because you see them get wiped out. The conditions they're in, like, they're all pumped to go into it, and then they get in the war, and they're like, "Oh, I heard shit, it's pretty brutal is. too." Like the fighting is. is pretty, gr- and it's graphic. a sad movie, but it is. It's a. I don't know how to say it. Like, it's a great movie, but if you don't know much about World War One and you watch this, you're like, "Oh wow, yeah." Like it's sad. It's sad, but it is a great movie, and I agree that that should be a nomination. I don't think it'll win. Uh, but win. the acting in it's fantastic. Visually, it looks I'm, great. Like, and I'm pretty a, sure that's Netflix's first Best Picture nomination since they've been making films. I'm pretty sure that I don't know, but I, I, I will say I believe it's well deserved because um, it was a good movie. And then with the other nominations, we we already talked about this. Obviously, Avatar: Way of Water. Did we review it? I don't think we reviewed the movie actually. We I don't, should. I mean, now that we're getting on a more consistent basis, it'd be easier to look. Yeah, back, we'll but do. I don't. I think feel like we'll, we may have touched on it at one point. But we I don't touched know. it coming out, but I don't think we actually gave our thoughts after we I saw feel the like movie. We did. I feel like we did talk about it at one point. I'd have to look back, but yeah. I I've. I, I'll put it this way, and I, I think you agree, maybe you don't. I liked it better than the first, and I love the first. Oh, 100%. But it was... 100%. Yeah, it That's was how great. it should be. I mean, yeah. the sequel should surpass, in my opinion, it should surpass the original. Yeah. The original has like, a good place, but I feel like the sequel has to kick it up. Oh. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Great movie, but then the second one just ramped it up even more. D2 versus D1. Is that Mighty, Mighty Ducks? Ducks? Nice. Mighty Ducks 2 yeah. versus Mighty Ducks 1, 10 times better, in my opinion. It's true. Uh, and then we have one that I know you are, you are very high on, which I just saw. Say it out loud. Fairly recently, and you love the soundtrack for it. I love the soundtrack. Uh, oh, Elvis. Yes, Elvis. I don't think well deserved. I think. I I agree. I don't think that should win. In my opinion, I don't think it's going to win Best Picture. But the fact that it was recognized again, yeah. a movie that was financially really good. Yeah. Um, and Boz Lerman too. He's a uh, another. Um, I'm surprised he gets all the recognition because he's a very stylized director. Like he, is, he has well, a very particular style. I just watched for like the twentieth time because this is a guilty pleasure. Like Great Gatsby. Yeah. And yeah, like the, his style, the way he puts like a spin, like a modern spin on like yeah. old. Yeah, it's it's. And he did that with Elvis. Elvis is also sad, man. I didn't. I didn't. We should know this being from the U.S. and we should know our own history of like our artists and stuff. But oh, I, didn't, I knew it was sad. I knew, I knew it was sad, but I didn't realize it was like I didn't realize he essentially got put in like financial prison. Yeah, and wasn't allowed to leave the U.S. And uh, I mean, it's yeah, just, the whole thing with the war when he the whole draft and everything. Yeah, that's that yeah, was that's uh, interesting stuff. Yeah, with Elvis. 
Um, and then there's Tar, which is uh, no, I'm good. Which is with uh, oh man, I'm blanking on her name. It's uh, what's her face from um, Gladril. Oh yeah, it is Gladriel. It's uh oh my god, it is uh why can't I think I'm of her name? Blanking too? on her name, guys. Help me out out there. Why isn't it just showing up here for me? She played um, Gladriel. Kate uh, Blanchett. How the hell do we not there know Kate Blanchett? Yeah, yeah, Kate Blanchett. Is that like a horror that didn't that have like a No, not oh, at I thought all. It it's did. about like a musical composer. Oh, I thought it had like a maybe I'm thinking thriller. There I thought it I don't know. So that's all to say, I think we're just going to add Academy Awards yeah, to, our, well uh, to our title so, notes for the show. Well, let's, let me ask you this. Out of those movies, who do you think is going to win? I already know my pick. You know, I honestly think everywhere, I think everything everywhere all at once might win. That's exactly what because I'm Because not only, from from what I've heard, it's a very good movie. Uh, it's not crazy on the grandstanding and, and beating you over the head with the message. Yeah. Um, which can be tiresome for some people. Indeed. Um, but also visual effects wise, production wise, I think it hits all those things yeah. you want in Best Picture. Well, plus what? what and it, it just won. It won at the Golden Globes. I think at the Golden Globes or I think it, Act, or SAG. It, I can't remember which yeah, one. But it won it, Best Picture. Didn't yeah, it? it already won Best Picture. So that's else. yeah, not to be a good biased, sign. But that's one of the reasons I believe it's going to win. But then it also has a great story with the actor because the guy that played Short Round in Indiana Jones, yeah. he has yeah. this, this is comeback film essentially, yeah. um, and he did a great job in it. So. Did you did you see that video about him recently? He talked about seeing Harrison Ford after like thirty five yeah. years. It was adorable. Yeah, and Har- he didn't think Harrison was going to recognize him, and he walked up to him and he immediately turned around and was like, "And hey. he said Spielberg still would check in to check in. They would yeah. have conversations every once in a while. He's adorable, um, man. Yeah, he's a great. He's like the, watching videos on him. And that's just, why I so think they're going to win because they seem so genuine, and uh, yeah. it's just big for him. It'd be a big milestone for him to be part of that. Um, it's cool to see. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't. I can't admit I like movies, so that's why it bums me out. Um, you know, it had bummed me out with these award shows because I used to actually tune into them, and then it just became, you know, everybody's got something they want to put in the spotlight, they want to advocate for, and then it just I'll gets just, overrun. So yeah, uh, I'll say it too because I was gonna say this earlier, but I watched myself. It's a circle jerk of celebrities. That's what it is. Yeah, it gets a little too it, like you know we're better than that. you. You know, we know more. We're better than you. We're rich. We're living this great life. You get to, you get to step in and see us. You know, pat each other on it's the also back. Because at the end of the day, even though we don't win an award, we're still filthy yeah. rich. And yeah. We really don't care. It's like when Ricky Gervais he he hosted the right, one he, year, yeah. and he got up and he was like, "You're in no position to be coming up here making a political speech, trying to get right. you know, like you have no idea what normal people go through. So yeah. grab your award, say thank you, and get off the stage." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that, that's exactly right. It, it used to just be like for me watching them was just like I could cheer for a movie that I actually was yeah. a fan of. Um, you know, I miss the days of actually seeing like more geeky or nerdy films like Lord of the Rings, yeah. make it like when the Dark Knight got nominated. Yeah. Um, I miss that. Hopefully that can happen. I mean, Avatar kind of fits in that, and so does Top Gun, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, and I'd love to see one of those movies win, but you know it's not going to happen. Um, Maybe think, I'll eat my words. I uh, don't know. I think Avatar Way of Water definitely takes visual effects, hands down. It's going to win 100%. best visual effects. Yeah. Uh, may even win um, sound design. And yeah. Anything for sound and production, I think Avatar is going to win. Maybe even like character design. Um but then again, everywhere, everything all at once too might get visual effects as well. So anyway, it's going to be interesting. But that's my thing. It is kind of comforting to see that um, we're starting to get more of a mix of you know actually su- financially successful blockbuster films that we know of getting their shine uh, in in the Academy Awards. Not the the Academy Awards at the end all be all, but um, you know it's just interesting and. Uh, like I said, it was worth mentioning now that yeah. it's coming up this weekend. So I think too financially kind of brings the fan aspect into it. So if you look at a movie, even if they don't critically think you know 
XYZ is great, but you look at it and say, well, this movie made, you know, that it's a top right. five movie of all time, like, you well, know, that's Way of Water. Yeah. And it's, you look at that and you go, well, that's the fans. The fans, you know, there's obviously other things, but like you and I put our money into that because I was so, so it kind of gives it back to the fans, too. It's not just like, well, we're going to let these critics, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You're bringing and that, a fan aspect into it as well. Well, that goes back to our last conversation that we talked about in the last episode where like, people are voting with their money when it comes to like Marvel successes and, and Star Wars that people actually aren't paying to see it, which shows you that, you know, it's not as successful as you would think compared yeah. to other films in previous years. So yeah, it, it, it's a big deal. Like if a movie, if, if not only the people are, if it's making a lot of money, that means the people are liking it. And then also, you know, the critics or whatever is, is okay. But you got to remember if you got, if people, if you don't know for those listening, like the Academy is essentially just a, big conglomerate of of movie people yeah, yeah. like they're in the film industry so they're all connected it's not like it's an outside source like a fair neutral source yeah. that's saying that's it. what i was gonna say there's so much bias that's probably yeah. coming into this it's yeah, yeah there's that, things that's behind what's frustrating. it you push someone up for a reason because you want to get them in that spotlight um and sometimes it's a marketing thing too you have a lot of movies that they win an academy award then they re-release it in theaters yeah. to make money and say go see this or, or they start running um uh tv ads that say Academy Award winning film, uh, go see it one last time in theaters. Yeah. So it's a marketing ploy too for a lot of these things. So just keep that in mind. Like it's all in it, you know, everyone's connected in some way. At the way. end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's cool to see and we, we have people we want to win, but at the end of the day it doesn't really matter. That was really depressing and sad to say, but that's just my fe- my feel on it. Boo is just vigorously texting someone right now. You know what's funny, and this is this is a compliment, I believe. I saw your background on your phone just now, and I was like, who is that? I literally thought you had a background of Rihanna for a second, just a split second, and then I realized it was your wife, Bianca. Wow. I don't know why. I like I looked it, and I was like, damn, you're really into Rihanna Like after that Super Bowl, and then I looked, and I was like, oh, no, that's Bianca. Yeah. Which is a compliment. Thank you. Unless you hate Rihanna. I'm not a big, I'm not a huge, massive Rihanna fan. She's Are you trying to say that if your wife was Rihanna, you'd be upset? If she was Rihanna? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really. I don't know. That's kind of. Would Bianca taking as a compliment if someone mistaked her as Rihanna? I think so. Yes. Okay. That's where I'm getting at. Okay. Well, thank you. I know. I like you're getting into it. Like politically, not like visually, mentally, physically. Like I'm not doing that. I'm just saying. Like a quick. I don't think Rihanna's my type, but I. I I mean, she's she's definitely a a very pretty. If Rihanna threw herself at you, which I don't think that would happen. No offense, but if she threw herself at you, you wouldn't be about it. You'd be like, get away from me, bum. The nerdy thing in me is I'd probably be more like, I'd probably more be geeking out about her music, like just just right. picking her let brain me, about things. Let me bring it down to this. Rihanna. <laughs> I would just be curious about take like. Take out the spotlight. She's not a celebrity, but just Rihanna herself. You don't really know who she is, but she comes up to you and she's like, hey, let's go see a movie together. You'd uh, be like, get away from me. You're not my type. Would, I wouldn't would do that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it in All that right, manner. Well, there you go. I just, I don't know. But anyhow, thank you for that. Um, Tell Bianca I made that mistake. Yeah, I, I'm going to definitely let her know. She might she'd, like me more. She'd probably appreciate that more than me. Unless she hates uh, Rihanna, then she'd be like, you know what, screw no, Brian. She, she's a huge Rihanna fan. Well, then there you go. Done deal, guys. I just got brownie points. Yeah, we're good. But yeah, there is to, <laughs> to, weird. to bring <laughs> it back. Uh, we did go off on more of the Academy Awards. But yeah, the Academy Awards are coming out uh, this weekend, um, which is actually tomorrow, uh, which is March 12th. Oh Sunday, God. March 12th. Almost midway Today's to Today's the 11th as we're recording um, this podcast. I don't know why I said that's so weird. Um, but, Today is um, the 11th, everyone. We Thanks, Siri. Siri is talking. It is 12.08 p.m. 
in Pennsylvania, United States. Let's get back to what we were originally going to talk about. It's so good. It is good, isn't it? How can you not appreciate this? All right, we got to get back to it. I'm sorry. That was my fault. I went on a... I always do this to you. I go on a tangent, and then we go down a path of God knows what. That was a great... I think that was a great, great... uh, Great conversation, great break off. I mean, it's relevant because it's happening right now. I liked it. Uh, so yeah, so are you guys tuning into the Academy Awards? Do you even care about award shows? Is it all? Is it all connected? Is it all rigged? You know? Is it the Illuminati? Who is knows? It, is it the the co- the collection of the 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 film Illuminati? Yep. Uh, is this just another stepping stone, a more ritualistic way of of bringing things into the spotlight, or subliminally making you aware of particular things? Let us know. Wow. That was some real shiz right there. Yeah. That was good. But let's get the serious stuff here. Yeah, let's get serious. Mandalorian Season 3. Three. Time three. has three. come. Three. We have been waiting. You know, we had um, Season 2 ended on a banger. It did. Luke Skywalker oh. coming back, just running through oh everyone. That green, hard lightsaber just shining so hard and good. Okay. Flailing that thing around, just doing so much with that lightsaber. All right. It was the best thing to watch. I do remember. I remember we filmed an episode on that, but just real quick, Boo and I were in, uh, we were actually at Disney uh, in uh, Orlando, Florida together at the time when that episode released. It was our last day in Orlando, Florida at Disney, and we watched that together the Friday night before we actually flew back home to Pennsylvania, and Boo was just rock solid. He was freaking rock solid watching that. We how many times we we rewinded it and watched it like fifteen times. I feel like we were just sitting there. We at least like four or five times we rewinded it and watched yeah. that scene, and you were just freaking giddy. Yeah, I don't know if I was rock solid, but you were. <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure at one point you said I'm rock hard watching this. Um, you I said that I, I verbatim. I wrote it in my notes because it meant so much to me. Well. But I that true story though we did not maybe that part but we did rewatch it like five times we were at Disney together I remember that yeah that was season two yeah that was season wow. two man that's, that's wild. it's been a while that is wild yeah mm-hmm. and then we had we had uh, Boba Fett which essentially was just Mandalorian two point five right that's what it turned into after like three yeah the Mandalorian ended up kind of stealing the show and we started to get more curious about what kind of things were going to be leading into um, to Mando. Um, which kind of makes you think, why did they even market that as Boba Fett? Like, I know, like, the first, like, two, three episodes are kind of purely Boba Fett. But then the whole second par- portion of the season, the whole ending of the season was Mando. Mm-hmm. Like, he stole the show. So I'm like, why not just make that season three and just start it out with Boba kind of being the main focus? But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know why they marketed that as Boba Fett. In yeah, my, in I, my opinion, I think because they introduced him in the Mandalorian season two, he got introduced. Yeah, and I think, and I'm pretty sure John Favreau and kind of the people behind it have gone on record with saying like this is like the Mandalorian universe because everything has a universe nowadays. So, I think that's why they kind of still brought Mando in because it still kind of fits yeah. into that. It also was a nice surprise. Because we all kind of wondered what, like, we all, I remember watching, like, uh, episodes of Boo and just being like, they're going to bring Mando in at some point. They have to. Like, he's going to come in. Yeah. So I think it was a nice surprise because I remember, like, when he did come in and they just continued the story with Grogu and him and then, like, Luke's there. It kind of was, like, a, to me, more of a surprise because I was like, oh, wow, they're really letting, right. like, Mando and them steal the show. So maybe that's why they didn't want to r- release it as Mandalorian Season 3 where you were going to go into it being like, all right, sneak yeah. attack, man. They sneak attacked us good. And I think about this, like... So we ended on that note of 
Luke, Luke in coming in in season two, uh, saving everyone, essentially saving the day, um, and then Grogu leaving with with Luke, and then in season in Boba Fett, we get to see where actually Grogu and Luke went and what yeah. they've been doing. He's been training him. Yep. Um, apparently, they came out with this um, and said that they actually were training for two years. It was actually kind of oh, crazy. Oh, was it that long? Yeah. Okay. So they get the timeline. They gave some timeline. John Favreau gave some timeline information on what's been going on. So Grogu's trained three years. I'm sorry, two years with Luke Skywalker. So that's got to be something big, which we get little hints of that in this current uh, season of season three. So um, season three, uh, so when we last left uh, Book of Boba Fett, like I said, Grogu's with Luke. Um, Luke gives Grogu the option of either staying with him and continuing training and things, um, and also he offers him a little adorable little baby oh lightsaber. It's the cutest from thing. Yoda. Yeah, that's Yoda's lightsaber. Yoda's actual lightsaber. Luke yeah. has it, and he offers it to him and says, "Hey, you can take this. I'll continue the training, and we'll we'll make things happen. I got plans for you, kid. Or you can choose to go back to Mando, With and Daddy. that was kind of the cliffhanger. Um, and then obviously we find out that Mando and Grogu end up going together. And now we jump into season three. God, yes. And season three starts off with a bang. We have an opening sequence where there's this alligator turtle looking thing yeah. that just runs through other Mandalorians. It's true. And then Mando and Grogu come swooping in on their Naboo fighter, yeah. starfighter, and just take them out. And that's our big introduction. And that they did that well because I watched it with you and Bianca yes. and uh, here at uh, the Two Boos uh, podcast headquarters. And... We all were kind of sitting there like, oh, that's a young Mando. Like, that that's a young Mando. It's a flashback. And then, no, man, he comes blasting in, just destroying it. Mm-hmm. So good. It was good. So good. It was a nice little play, nice surprise, nice upbeat action. So where it sets, which kind of sets the path of at least the next few episodes, is, you know, Mando essentially has broken the actual creed of the Mandalorian. And taking off his helmet, he has denied the creed, and he's looking for some way um, to get forgiveness, to be brought back in to that Mandalorian culture and redeem himself for doing that. So he reaches out to the to the, to the blacksmith. I keep forgetting her name. I'm, I'm sorry, the actual character. But um, he reaches out to her and says, what can you do? And she says, well, you can go to Mandalore and you can um, do basically the ritualistic things that redeem you in the Mandalorian culture, and then I will consider um, you, know, you being able to... Uh, be reintroduced into this this culture into this uh you know lifestyle her name is literally the armor the armor there yeah. we go yeah. the armor yes um so that's where we're at so now mando has to get back to his home world of mandalore well not necessarily his home world but the home world oh there goes my mic oh my god you <laughs> almost knocked over your drink my earlier here, i had yeah. to grab that because your arm was flailing now mando has to get back to the homeland of the mandalorian which is indeed the planet of mandalore itself and Mandalore has a very rich history uh, in Star Wars. If you've watched the Clone Wars, the animated series, uh, they gave a little bit of background on some of the wars and some of the drama that's happened over the years it's true. in Mandalore. And what's neat is a big key player in some of those big wars and some of those big issues was Bo-Katan, who is, uh, has been in episode um, one of, of season three and episode yeah, two, which episodes. has a big part in episode two. Um, so she's, it's she's really nice too, man. I love her character. She's great. And she's always been re- a really good character. She did great in Clone Wars and it's great to see her story continue here. And, and that's the thing, like the way and what makes this so good is the way that things are connected 
But it's not just putting someone in there, you know, just for like eye candy. And don't get me wrong, there are things they do for eye candy, little things that yeah, kick like out. And I'll mention a couple things. Adorable. Well, just things that it's are familiar from 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 uh, yeah, the original no, I'm stuff. Just, I'm just joking. But you're right. Every time, I mean, I'll say that every time Grogu is just on screen, like it's just so damn cute. When is just, when is he going to be able to talk though? Like when's it get well, to the he, point where in the last episode he, he does kind of talk a little bit, but when yeah. she when well maybe we shouldn't give it away. It is fresh, but yeah, when he pops his head out of the new uh, the Nabu um, fighter and she's like, "Where's Mando?" and he's like, "Like yeah, <laughs> come on," <laughs> like tries to come talk on. and she's like, "Show me." Yeah, so good, so good. Yeah, I mean, so um, yeah, so there's a kind of the overall synopsis is that right now. Um, Din, the Mandalorian, has to get back to Mandalore to try to necessarily redeem himself uh, in the eyes of the armorer who is steep in the Mando culture. Just to bathe in those springs, man. Yes. Yep. So in in this latest episode, episode two of season three, uh, he actually goes to Mandalore, and you see that Mandalore has been pretty much uh, destroyed, completely just emptied out, and it's there's not really any like true civilization there, but we do find out that there are some. Creatures, creatures, and aliens still yeah, living like among flying planet. alligator. I don't know what that is about the first two episodes of these like alligator things. Yeah, but like this one was like literally just a flying alligator or crocodile. It's kind of weird, right? Um, but I like the design of it. It was definitely a darker episode, like yeah. visually darker, but then just a little bit more kind of creepier. It also it had some jump scares. Yeah, there was like some two parts that like literally I was watching it with my wife and I jumped. I was like, oh man, but. It was great, great Which, episode. I was curious if the director that did this, Rachel Morrison, if she's done any kind of other like horror stuff, but uh, not really seeing anything. Yeah, I don't know. It definitely was darker. It had a few jump scares. Visually, was fantastic. Um, but I, I don't want to give too much away just for those who haven't listened because it, it's been only like three days since it was released. But uh, yeah, right, you know, it's I yeah. I was curious because um, was was. Obi-Wan after Boba Fett? Yeah. So that yeah. was the last Star Wars show we saw. And Obi-Wan, I mean, we've talked about I I'm pretty positive we talked about this time the timeline's fuzzy at this point, but Bo- Obi-Wan and I think Boo would agree was very disappointing. It had it had its moments where I was like, "All right." Um but it just I don't know, man, left a bad taste in my mouth. And uh so I was really really hoping that the Mandalorian would come in here and kick some booty. And in my opinion, the first two episodes it has, first two episodes as well were somewhat shorter too. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's how it was with the other episodes. But they're like the first one was like what, like thirty five, yeah, forty two minutes or something About like that. And this, this past one was the same, mm-hmm. but it's. I think it just goes to prove how great the show is because it's a shorter episode. It's not like Last of Us where you're getting like an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty minutes per episode. We're getting um, you know, thirty to forty, maybe forty five minutes, and there's so much jam packed in there, and it's so stinking good. That it feels like I'm watching it for an hour, and then yeah. when it ends, I'm like, "Oh my god, man! I want more! I want to see more!" So they really keep you on the edge of your seat, um, which I love. So yeah, yeah, it's great. It's, Is everything okay? It's fine. She's just on lunch break. Uh, um. So yeah, it, it's it's there's so many things to pick apart. So there's a couple things I wanted to highlight that I like. Just a couple Easter eggs and things that I noticed. But um, one thing that's just off the bat with this show is the visual effects. Like, it looks. I can't tell too. Obviously, they're using practical effects, so they're actually using like animatronic and puppets and things. Um, you saw that actually in the first episode of season three, uh, where they go to the little um, 
little... Uh, oh, my God, it's so good. I don't even know what species they are. But they have to go and uh, try to rewire IG-11. Yeah. And they go to these creatures. Uh, it's actually a similar alien that you saw in Rise of Skywalker. The character was Babu Frick. Um, it's his species. Up. Oh, my God, it's so uh, good. And they're adorable. Clearly, they're puppets, but it just feels so much more real. And it takes you back to like the original trilogy where, you know, I love CG, like computer computer animated technology is great but having those real life puppets it just feels you know like you're more grounded in it uh and i love that about this especially to the pirate kind of the head pirate of yeah. the pirate captain um that they run into his makeup kind of looks like a swamp thing but like the makeup on that and everything was just impressive um you know visually like when they're in space flying like everything just looks well, so yeah, clean first, and that, so good that first episode because you and i were talking about it when we were watching it you finally had like another galactic like space battle um, between you know Mando and the pirates, and it's just it, it had it threw back to like the opening scene of Revenge of the Sith, where they're just like flying through. Yeah, and, uh, dude, it was just actually it had more of a it had of more. I was gonna say it had more of Attack of Clones, where you had Django and, and he's yeah, and Obi-Wan. they're flying in and out. Yeah, it actually had that more of a feel, but it just felt so right. Babu Frick is a Anzellan. Okay, he's an Anzellan. He's only nine inches tall. Um, nine incher. He's a nine incher, um, not like Boo. You're a thirteen incher, right? According to Hogwarts Legacy, so right. My wand in Hogwarts, yes, yeah, thirteen inches, ultra ribbed. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's more ergonomic. <laughs> it's not flexible at all. No. Um. Hold on. Where is? Oh, do you also know this is hilarious? The person who does the voice for Babu Frick, it's a woman. Her name is Shirley Henderson. Do you know who? I found this out the other day. Do you know who she also does the voice for? Or who she is, actually? Who Bart, she plays? Bart Simpson. No. No. Come on, man. I thought it was a lady that did Bart. No. She literally plays a character in a very well-known series that actually has to do with what we were just talking about with her, wands. Her herself actually plays she it? Herself or she plays it. it? It just has to do with wands. I'll put it that way. Who she might play. Uh, something in Harry Potter, I'm assuming. That is correct. But I don't know who it is. Moaning Myrtle. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, she does the voice for Babu Frick. Wow. <laughs> like of all great. people. Hey, uh, we loved what you did in Harry Potter. Do you mind voicing this little nine? <laughs> she was like, Yeah, I can figure something out. I can't even do it. I sounded like uh this guy from from uh the prequels. Yeah, you did. Uh, the Tardarian or Tidarian. Uh, I'm trying to find Toydarian. I'm trying to find Anakin. <laughs> What's up, honey? That's what I kinda sound like, but uh I'm yeah. just trying to find Babu Frick's vo- oh, a little clip of uh, one of the. But if you listen to it, it sounds like her. Yeah. Hold on, listen to it and then think of Moaning Myrtle. It sound you can hear the voice. Listen. Hold on. Can you help us with this? Zori. I'm. Hold on. I hear it. Okay. I hear it. <laughs> right, it's going off on now. I'm going here. off. Moaning Myrtle. I'm Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> that, was, that was not. That's what she sounds like. She's way she... more high pitched. Wouldn't expect you to mind me. Hold on. Fifty points and it goes through her head. Yes. But who threw it at you anyway? I don't know. I didn't see them. I'm, dude. I'm telling you right now. I heard it. But well, just, there you, you go. Know, a little fun fact. That but is a good fun fact. Good for you. And that whole... <laughs> good for you, buddy. <laughs> you get a gold star. That's great. But that whole scene is, like you said, it's what, in my opinion, it's what makes Star Wars special, man. You have characters brought back from other, you know, movies and stuff. But, like, that whole scene 
where whatever Babu Frick, whatever, once again, it is interacting with Grogu. Yes. And he's like picking him up. Yeah. And Mando's like, hey, buddy, like, put it like he's a kid. Like, he doesn't know. And they're like, bad baby. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, it's, it's so uh, it's great. It's so good. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. And there's and that, that's a good tangent because I, I want to talk about just little things and detail things that we see. So, again, uh, in this latest episode, you see a little glimpse of what looks like BD1. Yeah. For, I don't know. It's the same type they of droid. Keep, they keep I don't know if back, that's yeah. him. But they're like, and they haven't. They're not even addressing it. He's just there, just chilling. Yeah. I don't know if it, it is. Wait, was that in the scene with the woman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, man. I. I. We talked about it a couple episodes back, but they could do like a fallen order type. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't it makes me think Calcastus yeah, is out there. I was gonna say we don't need to go into it again, but so we're gonna get more details. Awesome. We've talked about Jedi Survivor, Fallen Order, and Jedi Survivor, which is the video game, the Star Wars video game, with the character Calcastus. Um. He, the new game will probably get into even more of where he's at and what's happening. So, well, that that game releases soon. So, there's this whole thing in my mind that they released that game. We still was that your back? That was oh you heard God. that? Yeah, nice. with a headset on. I heard that, and me talking to my own ear. Um, they could align it, man. We're like Mando season three. Are you okay? Cracking up laughing right now. I just didn't think that it was so loud. <laughs> I think it was that loud. I'm like looking at you, and I saw you kind of do this weird arch back thing, and then I just heard like. It's I was like, like leaning sideways for some reason. I don't know why. Um, my posture's off. Yeah, dude, they could they could bring him in. I don't know. We've seen crazier things. Who knows? But that'd be pretty cool if they did that. But regardless. But yeah, we saw BD one a little shot. We get um R five, which uh, is the droid, the yeah. astromech droid that um poor guy that goes with him. Uh, goes with Mando and Grogu to Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the same. I'm assuming that's the same one from A New Hope that the that lines up that that um, Uncle Owen is originally as Brian. Dies. I'm dying. Well, yeah, because at one point too, she says like, "Do you want me to send you back?" It's the one with <laughs> yeah. the bad motivator. Yeah, yeah. So he had the bad motivator in, in A New Hope. So that was a cool little nod to that as yeah. well. Um, I'm sure there's other stuff I'm missing. You know, there's so many details in the show that it's just so good. And it's then, so good. oh wait, I, I don't know if I should say about. You know what? What what creature we get to see? Well, hold on. Well, right now, if you have not watched it, don't listen to the next like ten minutes probably of this or five minutes of this episode. That's hard to say because I don't know where it's going to go. We'll we'll try to limit it to just a few minutes, but I would skip at least five minutes in if you can. Just fast forward a bit. Uh, Spoiler alert! But uh, three, two, (laughs) one. Go ahead, Boo. Mythosaur. (laughs) Mythosaur. So if you don't know what the mythosaur is, if you've seen the episode, it's that creature underwater, the big creature that Bo-Katan yeah. looks at and notices. But the the reason why this 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 creature has so much, uh, it's such crazy to see is because if you ever notice, uh, Boba Fett has a emblem yeah. of a, a particular creature, a skull with horns. This is actually that creature. Well, in the beginning of episode one, in episode one with that whole, with the armor and when she's in there making yeah. the helmet, there's a huge yeah. One it on is the wall essentially the you it's know, their emblem. It's the, it's yeah. literally like the logo. It's that the creature of Mandalore. With, yeah, yeah, with Mandalore. Yeah. So we get to actually see it. It's it's probably the first time we've ever seen it in live action. I think we it's been animated. Like I'm yes. pretty sure the Star Wars Christmas special had a mythosaur um, in it, and I'd have to like fact check myself, but. Just a really cool nod to see in the show. Uh, I can look it up, Brian, if you want to share your thoughts on um, just seeing it or what you thought well, about it. As I mean, the visually and all that, and how it played. Sorry, I'm like yanking the cord out of here. I mean, it seems like because the episode ends with 
essentially Mando falling into the springs and then getting saved. But you see the mythosaur during that time. And then the episode ends. So we're definitely going to get more. I, I would assume we're going to get more of a taste of it. I, I don't think that's something you just show briefly. And to, and the thing, too, is when, when it sees Mando and uh, uh, what's her name? Why am I having a brain fart? Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan, I'm sorry. When it, when it sees Bo-Katan essentially saving um, Mando and bringing him out of the springs under Mandalore, um, it starts to move and kind of go in their direction, and then they kind of blow out of the springs on the land. Grogu's chilling there, and then the episode ends. So I think we're definitely going to have like a showdown or trying to escape it. Come, I don't know. We'll see, but yeah, I so don't think they're just going to give a little taste like that and then be like, all right, we're good. Just to show you kind of how the... the, the um how meaningful the mythosaur is. The, mythos- the mythosaurs Mythosaur. were found on the outer rim of Mandalore and had a lair in the mines. They were allegedly tra- tamed and ridden by Mandalore oh. the Great. And ancient Mandalorians, long before the Mandalorian Cataclysm, they were believed to have become instinct, which, of course, now we know Lies. that they are not. But though considered it's, it's extinct, I can't read, its memory lived on the mythosaur skull emblem one of the traditional symbols of the Mandalorian iconography, with some Mandalorian armor bearing the distinctive symbol. The creature wow. shared its name uh, with the Mythosaur Axe, a melee weapon used by Mandalorians. God, yes. So, Weren't you tamed in Britain? <laughs> like the Mythosaur was? I don't know who told you that. I don't know. I thought I, thought I read it somewhere. Anyway, um, yeah, it's, it, it took me a second during the episode because I was like, wait a second. And then it was funny because I watched it before Boo and Boo, you know, I was like, did you watch the most recent episode? He's like, no, but I heard that there might be a mythosaur in it. And I was like, yeah, dude, you'll just have to watch. I like I, I can't tell yeah. you. He knew right then and there. But um, so I was mistaken. This is actually the first time we've ever seen one. Yeah. Like in uh, there's probably pictures online, but actually in like content from Star Wars, this is the first time we've ever actually seen an, uh, one that's alive. We've seen the skulls and stuff. Yeah, obviously. Uh, but we've never actually seen one alive. He's so big, though, man. I didn't realize massive. they were that big. Yeah. They're massive. They're humongous. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had no idea. Yeah. Sorry. So, I feel like this conversation could lead to some inappropriateness. Yeah. I, you were grinning and getting but giddy, so I'm going to back off. It's safe to say that we enjoyed um, where things are going. I mean, right now, it's just, you know, Star Wars, not to get too corny or too, you know, uh, touchy-feely, all that, but, like, Star Wars has a magic to it that like mm-hmm. makes you feel like a kid. You know what I mean? Like you get excited to see these characters. You're kind of along for the adventure. You know, it just it has that that kind of whimsy, that fantastical feeling that you love to see. And this show it is fantastical. I feel like encapsulates that. It helps you escape into that world, and you really feel like you're in that world of Star Wars. Versus compared to other projects where it just feels like it's Star Wars in name, but there's just something that's just missing. It just doesn't feel. You just don't feel as connected. Uh, and I think that's one of the strong suits of this show. And and we've said this before. Like, the fact of how good it is is that you have people getting actually intrigued in Star Wars who never were really yep. associated with it. Like you've said, my your mom. mother, my wife, um, you know, my cousin even who's not big into Star Wars, um, and, and friends too that, you know, are now tuned into this world and are curious about things that they're seeing and hearing about. Uh, and, and it brings them back to – also it brings them back to the original trilogy – it's not just a setup to sell new stuff or sell yeah, new merchandise. Yeah. They still have everything. a reverence to where it all started, and, and I love that about well, that show. Well, it gives show. you more, those who love Star Wars, it, it kind of does give you more of an appreciation. 
because the yeah. originals have gotten well, not the originals, but I, I should say like the early, the sequel trilogy. No, not the sequel trilogy. I mean, I guess it would be like the originals. I'm not talking about the originals that came out in the 70s and 80s, but like the prequels? prequels, essentially. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, that's where I was getting at, but I kept saying originals. The prequels, it, it gives you, it gives you some. Um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Like just appreciation for that as well. A tingle. The the prequels, and we've gone over this before. Have gotten. What did you say? I said a tingle. Gives what? you a little tingle is in that your a, insides. Is that from Spider Man? What does she call it? The Peter Tingle? Yeah. Yeah. Um man, that was Sorry, nerdiness that at its fine. Off, I was just yeah. like when you said I was like Peter Tingle. Mm-hmm. Um no, it gives you an appreciation for that, just like with the like the Nabu like fighter and like the droids that are like, whatever those what are those droids where you can press the, the like the yeah. I forget what they're called, but yeah. the ones that follow around the uh, the woman who fixes up uh, all Mando stuff. I don't know. It just gives you appreciation. Gets kind of giddy. It does give me a tingle inside. I'm trying to remember what those droids are. They're the ones who work on like. <sighs> Find it, Boo. Find it, dude. You're killing me. Well, we can't both be silent. I will never be silent. Hold so on. What are your, some of your favorite characters so far, Brian? Oh, sorry. I was just listening. Do to you want to talk about the music? The music just gets me giddy, man. There's something about it, but. I mean, my favorite, like I said, hold on, I'm looking stuff up too. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I think that uh, Babu Frick is my favorite now of all time in Star Wars. Sorry, guys, we're just rambling at this point. Did you not find it yet? Well, I also found, I did find the big creature that kind of captures um Yeah, I was him. curious about that too. Uh, that's called a basilisk, basilisk, I can't say this. Come again? Basilisk. War droid. Oh, from Harry Potter. It's, it's a, it's a yeah. Basilisk fang, uh, fang. Was a powerful, semi-sentient combat droid designed for the Basilian race native to the planet Basilisk, located in the Core Worlds. Yeah. You That's know what who, that was. You know who it reminded me of? Yes. Who? No, come on. Guess. What, the droid? Yeah, who he reminded me of. I don't know. General Grievous. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about the thing, the big thing he was in. Oh, well, I'm like just talking about him, like his eyeball and stuff. Oh, and 100%. The, like when he, gets, when he gets out of it, yeah. I was like, who the hell is this? General Grievous? I said the same thing, yeah. He, I wish he just would have had like five lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been a cool, uh, cool callback for sure. You also see in this episode that Mando, he just can't handle the Darksaber, dude. He's not good with it. Like when he's fighting those, whatever the hell those creatures are, those like weird, like monkey pig looking things yeah so those things the droids that kind of just drop they're called repair droids they're also known as maintenance droids mechanic droids or utility robots so they don't really have a Uh, i thought they might cool star wars name but they're kind of self-explanatory but yeah that's or uh pit droids sorry they call it you just call me pit droids i don't like that i don't like the way it sounds but yeah you get a little bit more oh i just looked up mandalorian google and and Grogu just popped up. Oh my god, he uses the force in here. What the hell is happening? Oh, it's like interactive. It's an interactive Google thing. It's Grogu's just messing with my screen right now. It's hot. That is hot. So no, you get a little bit of a taste again of um Mando, you know, using the actual Darksaber. Dude, he just can't handle it. Yeah. And then and then Well, you know about the Bo Katan comes weight. in and she just freaking 
she uses it for a second and like wrecks them. Well, she's had it before too. Yeah. Well, and she she's the one who's like, I should have that, but he bested her and quote unquote. Or and like, you remember them saying, yeah, how the the dark saber has a connection, or you have to kind of believe in it yeah. to be able to use it and yield it. It's it's really interesting. Yeah. I'm like, thing. dude, you have a great weapon right there, and he can't seem to handle it. And then Bo-Katan comes in and she just starts wrecking people with it. So I'm like, but she has to best him in battle essentially to get that from him. Yes. So she couldn't just like because at one point like in, I think it was season two she's like have he's like have it just take it and she's like I can't yeah it doesn't work you, that way yeah yeah it's but the only way it'll work the way she handled that thing she knows how to handle a big I, black saber I was sweating mm-hmm. I know you were too yeah uh, Katie Sackhoff oh god yes the actress yeah she did really good yeah uh, she did. I love her character again like I can't say enough good things we enjoy it obviously if you haven't gotten it from there uh, you know we we enjoy the show it's. You know, and that that poses the question I talked about when we first opened the show is, you know, is this really the best thing Star Wars has to offer right now? And yes. I'd say probably yes. 110%. Um, you know, we got some news that some projects that were going to happen aren't happening anymore. More on the, the film side of things. Um, Patty Jenkins, who had who had done the Wonder Woman movies, she was supposed to do uh, a movie, uh, a Star Wars movie that got dropped. Uh, and there was another one, too, as well. I can't remember. But um, there's just no need. There's no yeah. need. I think this, this world, out, I think this world, uh, you know, it's the great uh, catapult to to introduce new characters, but then bring in characters that we're familiar with that we love, and you know, and not also, it's not destroying or trying to you know revolutionize or, or change the canon in such a huge, huge way, uh, or in a way that would be kind of like, you know, uh, surprising or, or catch us off guard. Yeah, if I can talk. Um, it just has that really good balance of eye candy, of, of that magic, of, you know, the style and the story and everything just kind of works well. And you just love the main characters. Yeah. And we could just you ride care this about. out. And that's the thing, too. Like, there's characters that you care about. Like, to compare this to Obi-Wan, you know, yeah. they introduced the new character, the new Inquisitor. Um, I forgot it. Reva. Yeah. And I just didn't care. There was like, no connection. There was no connection. You just there's didn't also care. There's just a lot of confusion around her motives, what she right. stood for, who she was. It was especially then towards the end, it even more threw a wrench in it. I'm like, what the world is happening? If you're going to introduce no new characters, connection. you have to establish that connection. And sometimes you need to establish that connection through a well-known character, but then also not completely diminishing the well-known character to bring up the yeah. new character. Yeah. And this is what Mando has a great balance of doing where they have new characters that stand on their own, but then the original characters are still elevated and you still, it's not one isn't competing. They're all kind of equal in that way, which is great. Are we, are we still getting an Ahsoka series? Yes. Is that, okay. So that's still thing. Cause I'm sure I'm sure I could be wrong, but I'm sure we'll see Ahsoka at some point in Mandalorian season three. Cause we saw her in season two. Yeah. We saw her in the Boba Fett series. So she kind of just pops in and out as she pleases. But um, I, that I'd be afraid. Don't be no. Go ahead. Don't be laughing. Mine's anything. There's nothing inappropriate about what I just said. I'm good. I I would. I still want to see an Ahsoka series because that'd be fantastic. Um, and then you could even once again. I mean, depending if they go back. Well, no, it'd probably be current Ahsoka. I would assume, and there was some Mando in there, like we did with Boba Fett. Yeah. But uh, no, I agree. There's definitely an emotional connection, and um, I mean, Grogu's only what like a hundred years old. Yeah, we saw eight, we saw like eight hundred years left of Grogu, so we could ride this out for all eternity, if if Disney really wanted to. We could see Grogu get into some weird teenage, yeah. you know, uh, years, which would be when he's like two, three hundred, get into his like young uh, adult life. You know, we could just ride this out, man, until he's like essentially Yoda, a uh, Yoda, and then passes away when he's nine hundred. So that begs the question of because it seems like every 
show that's come out in this kind of Mando universe, uh, or every season for Mando, there's always some kind of big reveal or big yeah, character or something, something that happens. So some predictions for this season. What? Who do you think is going to pop up? What do you think is going to happen? As far as surprises, do you think any I characters? Do you think Luke's coming back again? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think that they're done there yet. But maybe they are. Maybe it was. It was just kind of. I also think that was just a redemption for for Luke. You and I talked about this from like the the sequel series and stuff that came out. Like they just did him so stinking dirty. So to kind of throw it back and show him training, you know, new Jedi's in a positive light. He was passionate about it. He loved it. What he wanted. So I don't know. Maybe it's maybe they have moved on from him. But there's a part of me that hopes that they didn't. Because I would just love to see Grogu wielding that little Yoda saber. It'd be the cutest yeah. little thing in the whole world. But you definitely got to tread Luke a little bit safer, safely because he's such a big legacy character. But is, plus, it's all pretty much CGI with him. So there's even though they proved during the book of Boba Fett that they can, yeah, do a full. Well, it episode probably takes a lot good. to make but it. Though. I was going to say there's yeah. probably a lot of Production time and effort wise. that goes in. It's probably not cheap. Ahsoka is definitely going to show up at some point. I think yeah, she'll be in the season. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't. I mean, you probably. Who thought else could they even? I'm trying to think of people that they could bring in that would be interesting. Um, you know, because we got Cad Bane in in Book of Boba Fett, which that's, is massive. That's true, actually. And Cad Bane has like 15 hearts or something, so he'll he'll be back. Um, I'm trying to think of how that would tie in with Mando. M- maybe Boba will come back. Maybe we'll get some yeah. with Boba. I mean, they might tie Boba back in again. So, and yeah. and if they do that, then that would bring some of his arch nemesis back into play. So. Yeah the bounty hunters and such. So I don't know, man. It's exciting. It's exciting. But there's nobody that I'm like really sticking out in my mind that we haven't seen previously. That's like, Oh, they're going to bring them in, but we'll see. We'll see. Either way. We're excited. We're here for it. And, uh, I think it's, uh, it's starting off very well. So there's only eight episodes in this season, which is usually how it is kind of short episodes. But this next episode is actually supposed to be the longest one of the series. How long? Uh, say 56 minutes, almost an hour. Okay. So, you know, they're progressively getting longer, as she said. And um, it's inappropriate. You know, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm sure there's lots more to happen, lots more reveals. And you can bet your dandy that the two boos are going to talk about it because that's what we do. So that's essentially all I had for the most part. Yeah, Um, I think we just we talked. We covered the Academy Awards. What we think is going to happen. We've got went down some weird paths, including like Rihanna and stuff like that. And then we gave you know, what the two boos are most passionate about, Star Wars. Yeah. So I, I, I think, and we're only two episodes in. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. We just talked a whole hour about it, and yeah. we're literally only two episodes in. We still right. have, what, I can do math, six episodes left. Yes. It's pretty wild. It so is. It w- we'll definitely be touching base on this, I feel like, weekly as they release and we record um, on our consistent schedule yes. that we're dedicated to. But yeah, I think it was a good episode. There it is. So um, just a couple housekeeping things. If you don't know, we're on social media, mainly on Instagram. Uh, that's Instagram. And I always get that. <laughs> literally the two booze podcast. On is Instagram. it the is there the in it? That's my only thing. Um, so I want to make sure I have that right. Uh, I think it's oh, it's actually just I, th- two I think booze it's just two booze podcast. So T.W.O.B.O.O.S.P.O.D.C.A.S.T. Two booze podcast on Instagram. Good job. Um, I always post um, kind of our heads up when episodes are coming back, a little preview of what episodes are to come. So and that's also where you can interact um, and reach out if you'd like to, if you'd like to join the conversation. Um, also, too, uh, you can find us wherever you stream podcasts, whether that's Spotify, whether that's iTunes or yeah iTunes is so old. Apple Podcast, sorry. <laughs> Google. <laughs> iTunes. 2003. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. We are old. We are. But, uh, yeah. Real quick, shout out. Shout outs. Shout out to the United States 
a lot of people in the U.S. listening to us. Oh. Shout out to Germany and right. shout out to Ireland. Nice. Anybody who's in Germany or Ireland who's listening to Two Boos podcast, I'll tip my hat top to you. Top of that, the morning to top you. Top of the morning. But Happy St. Patrick's Day. Well, that's just Ireland. We got to. Well, I'm not saying for the Irish out there. But uh, excited. Yeah, we we can see. We have like all, all this insight on essentially where people are listening. You know, ages, which is kind of weird. We'll handle both. Guten Tag. Yes, that's and more like top a, of the morning. To thank you. you. I was going to say we can't let out our German folks mm-hmm. who are listening, which is actually a decent chunk of yeah. But anyway, I heard shout you out. have a way with Germans. Well, nope. That's what I heard. No, I'm not going <laughs> to have a way with Germans. You like the Frankfurts? I I would love to visit Germany. Actually, um, I would love to vi- visit Ireland. Me too. I am uh very Irish and very English. Yeah. Um, and then I got some Puerto Rican in me as oh, well. Oh yes, Clan Collier. I mean, like the Colliers originally from. England, and then we moved over to Ireland, and then we came to the states. But uh, that was my Irish accent. That was really good. Pretty it's good better right? than me. I can't That's, even. I can do only them. say like keywords. I like just key live things. it though, like phrases. Like if I if people saw me in Ireland, they would just be like, "Yep, makes sense." That's an Irish fellow there. Yeah, you. They'd be like, "Get out of here." Nah, what the hell is? I don't know. I can't <laughs> do that. What the hell is that? <laughs> By golly, they've what's going seen, on there? They've never seen a Puerto Rican. That's the getting kind of British now. Yeah, but. uh Shout out to you guys. I, I we appreciate you listening in. There are, there were a lot of other places as well, but those were the two that you know uh, topped it uh, besides the U.S. So yeah, thank you for listening. We appreciate it, and just continue to tell your friends. Let's get let's get a global movement. The, the two glo- boos the two are global boos people. Global movement, man. And then you tell us, say, hey guys, you know I have a place you can stay out here in Germany or Ireland. Come on out, re- record a podcast here with us whoever it is that's listening is unless you're creep you're a creep if you're, <laughs> if you're a creep then not maybe why. not but if you're a wholesome nice person maybe we'll do it yeah you next time I mean? we're, we're overseas yeah. we'll, we'll just record an episode while we're the down two there. boos are going global at some point yes it's happening just so get more uh listens thank you to all those folks out there who are listening who continue to listen we appreciate it we have fun doing this and if you have fun doing this uh, definitely let us know also, too, if you could leave a rating wherever you're listening to oh, this yes. podcast, it does help us out just so more people can get eyes and hopefully we can bring more enjoyment to, to more people's lives. Or maybe you can listen and, and see that there's things that we can agree on and we can all have common ground on because, you know, at the end of the day, I think that's important. We live in a time where I agree. there's not a lot of common ground. A lot of it's about, you know, disagreements. We want to make. We want to agree. We want to agree. We want to have you know fun agreements and laugh about a few things. So, uh, if you're continuing to enjoy it, let us know. Leave us a rating, and uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. But uh, also, Brian's too, got one more just thing. real quick, we've been discussing it, and we think we're going to start introducing video. I said, yeah, I said that earlier on. Did yeah. you say that? I sure did. What was I doing? Oh. I think it may have been that I was so excited. Oh wait, no, about that the episode. was about the episode. We like it was like when we first kicked it off. So R- really, okay. might have been just well. Prepping. Apparently, in the beginning, I blacked out, wasn't paying yeah, attention. It happens. But uh, just to reiterate, we're we're gonna in- be introducing video. Uh, we might even introduce another individual or two that might be helping us with that. That might you know assist us in the Two Boos podcast eventually. But uh, look out for that as well. We got to get some video so you guys can see our beautiful faces. And Mainly, what's neat? Anybody sneeze? No. <laughs> Any? If anyone needs? No, I was saying. And what's neat? But go ahead, I cut you off. No, nah, I cut you off all the time. I was just going to say, you're more beautiful than me. <laughs> so okay. just get ready to see this. This uh, Boo Santiago's face is going to blow your mind. Yeah. Um, and, and as far as where you'll be able to find us. Um, so actually, Spotify now has um, support for video. 
So if you're on Spotify, you'll what? be able to watch us. And then we do have a YouTube channel as well. There are actually some older episodes on our YouTube channel. And um, forgive me while I pull up the name of that because I want to make sure you guys uh, are It's probably are just Two Booze right. Podcast. I believe YouTube it's again. Two Booze Podcast as well on YouTube. But let me just take a quick check here. Um, we're not on Facebook. We were, Maybe we are, but we don't do anything on Facebook we anymore. We technically are, but the I think Facebook it just shares. is just a mirror of the Instagram. Yeah, I mean, who's on Facebook anymore? But And, and Twitter... Maybe if we get some more followers. If you love Twitter and and you want a Two Booze podcast Twitter page, then we, we need to get our name out there more and start growing, and then maybe we'll consider it. Yeah, so it's Two Booze podcast uh, on YouTube as well. Do we have videos on there of us? We do, yeah. Some of our older episodes I have on there. Um, I think we were just recording it with like an iPhone at the time. No, no, there's no video. Basically, it's just audio. Oh. It's just an audio of our... So it's like a video uh, our old logo and everything. Soiled it. So we have episodes, uh, what's it, four through six on um, <laughs> like on there. Three years old. Yeah, but we do have uh, eight, we have eight subscribers. Eight subscribers? Am I one of them? Are you one of them? I'm one of them, yeah. Am I one of them? Brian C. Collier? I, I can't see. It doesn't tell but me. But we'll link, you know, what we'll do is we'll also link the YouTube channel just in the meantime. If you want to start and listen to some old episodes, you can on there. I will take care of it. So, uh, But there it is. Uh, that was just a little bit of house cleaning or housekeeping uh, for the Two Booze podcast, what's to come, what we're doing. And again, thank you all for, for tuning in and listening. Um, I'm, of course, Boo Santiago, and I'm always joined by Boo Collier. And these are the Two Boos signing off. Oh, yeah. <laughs>